Some people have dedicated their lives to studying the end time, trying to figure out who the Antichrist is. I admit it's a very interesting subject, but I, I believe it can be an energy-sucking rabbit hole. If you're one of those people, God bless you. I I want to look for the Christ, not the Antichrist. The topic of today is of utmost importance. We are actually talking about not the Antichrist, but Antichrist. That's right, plural with an S. According to the Bible, Antichrists have been around since Jesus walked the earth. If you take a look at the history of the church since its birth, you will see that Satan was full steam ahead in his efforts to destroy the church. Jesus being tempted of Satan in the wilderness, to Jesus telling Peter that Satan desired to have him, to sift him as wheat. Satan was physically trying to kill the church. His efforts failed terribly in the fact that it spread the gospel like wildfire. He changed his tactics and began to pervert the true gospel of Jesus. Paul and the rest of the New Testament writers fought hard to battle false doctrine. If you read, you can see just how poisonous the perversion of truth was. Satan still uses both of these tactics today. Jesus gives us a dire warning at the Olivet Discourse. Matthew 24, 3. And as he said upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be? And what shall the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world and Jesus answered and said unto them take heed that no man deceive you for many shall come in my name saying I am Christ and shall deceive shall deceive many and he shall hear of wars and rumors of wars see that ye not be troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, and pestilence, and earthquakes, in diverse places. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated, of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all 
of the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Verse 23. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chamber, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east, and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. In the second chapter of Second Corinthians, Paul's letter is dealing with issues in the church concerning someone who verbally attacked Paul. Paul felt the offender's punishment was good enough and stressed that the church should forgive and comfort him. I'm pointing this out because Satan was at work here. Paul said, I forgave him before Christ, so you should forgive him too. Verse 11 says, lest Satan should get an advantage of us. And right here is where we should highlight like crazy. For we are not ignorant of his devices. Deceiving is Satan's original M.O. Any study on that snake will show you what he's all about, and it's our duty as Christians to know and understand the enemies we face and will face. Let's go to 1 John 2.18, and I will again read from the Amplified Verse for clarity. Children. It is the last hour, the end of this age, and just as you heard that the Antichrist is coming, the one who will oppose Christ and attempt to replace him, even now many Antichrists, false teachers, have appeared, which confirms our belief that it is the last hour. They went out from us, seeming at first to be Christians, but they were not really of us, because they were not truly born again and spiritually transformed. For if they had been of us, they would have remained with us. But they went out, teaching false doctrine, so that it would be clearly shown that none of them are of us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One. You have been set apart, specially gifted and prepared by the Holy Spirit. And all of you know the truth because He teaches us illuminates our minds and guards us from air. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, because you do know it, because no lie, nothing false, no deception is of the truth. Who is the liar but the one who denies that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed? This is the Antichrist the enemy and antagonist of Christ, the one who denies and constantly re refuses to acknowledge the Father and the Son. Whoever denies 
and repudiates the Son, does not have the Father. The one who confesses and acknowledges the Son has the Father also. As for you, let that remain in you, keeping in your hearts the message of salvation, which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning remains in you, you too will remain in the Son and in the Father forever. Having the Holy Ghost makes you ready for such attacks of the enemy. We have to love this truth with every fiber of our being. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. It's the very first piece of armor we are told to put on after standing firm. Let's look at one more one more verse. First Thessalonians one. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by the gathering together unto him, that ye not that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as in the day of as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall come except there come a falling away first, and that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth, him, exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in this time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness and unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, whereunto he called you by our gospel to obtain the of the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation 
and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts, and establish you in every good work. Please, don't go to church to just sit on the pew and collect dust. I was one of those people that went to church. No big deal. Sure, I knew uh, Acts 2.38 and that you should be baptized in Jesus' name, but I can't honestly say that I love the truth. A seed was planted. A seed that was planted began to sprout in my heart. If right now you can honestly ask yourself if you love this truth and the answer is no let this be the catalyst in your life pray as I did and still do God give me a hunger and a thirst for your word give me a passion for souls he will do it if each one of us could truly see how vital we are to the kingdom of God there would be no work too small or too great we would grab that plow and never look back Now that we know more about the enemies of our soul, let's live for Jesus a day at a time with our eyes set on him. Revelation 22.20 He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen.